Welcome to Worry Free Wednesday. This week I'm going to help you reduce your risk of failure. Stay with me till the end. I've got a meditation just for you. One of the first techniques I ever learned to help people with anxiety involved a thing called a hierarchy of desensitization. Basically, the protocol was to take people through progressively larger, more anxiety-provoking situations and circumstances in their imagination that would ultimately lead them to be able to imagine doing the thing that they want to be able to do. Let's say that was flying on a plane. I would have a patient imagine, only imagine, that they were packing to get ready for a trip to the airport. Now, if imagining packing to get ready for a trip to go to the airport made them freak out, that would be too much to start with. But if they could imagine doing it and feel calm, then the next step would be to actually pack a suitcase as if they were going away and to see if that they could now handle the idea of that. Imagining taking a trip to the airport, maybe in a cab or an Uber might be the next step. And then, of course, if they can imagine that, then actually taking a trip to the airport would prove to them that they're less anxious about travelling to airports. Now, hopefully you can see how this would help avoid overwhelming someone. But the point that I'm going to make now, here comes the point, is that by addressing these things in small portions, there would be less risk of failing with the ultimate goal. Have a fear of flying, rush into the airport and try to get on a plane, probably going to make things worse. Have a fear of flying, imagine not having a fear of flying. Imagine not having a fear of travelling to the airport, not having a fear of packing. Imagine being calm all the way through that process would increase the chances of succeeding at eventually getting on a plane. And although it's possible for someone to push themselves into the circumstance that freaks them out and actually overcome it, like someone getting on a hot air balloon and passing through that little period of time where they feel like passing out, but they're not passing out, ultimately they would become accustomed to floating in a balloon. But when someone has a fear of spiders and they put their hand into a big box of spiders, it isn't necessarily going to cure them instantly. For a few people, and possibly a relative of Indiana Jones, it would make it a lot worse. So like, don't do that? Now the same holds true for any endeavour really, with or without spiders, that if there's something that you really want, or really want to do, that you're focused on, that you just can't not look at as if it mesmerises you or hypnotises you to focus and glare at it and really want it, but what you have to do before you can have that kind of freaks you out because there's so much of it, then to reduce your risk of failing, if you sequentially lay things out and deal with them in small, digestible steps, then you're more likely to have a series of small successes or little wins that keep you motivated and moving towards a big win or a big goal, like flying if you'd been phobic. It wouldn't be respectful to the patients that I've helped to name them explicitly or tell you too much about them so that you could figure out who they were. I've worked with some authors and celebrities, it's been amazing. But I digress, there was this one really lovely person I helped who'd been off work for quite some time because of anxiety but was running out of long-term disability leave. So they had to go back. They did, however, have some vacations saved up they hadn't used. 
They were really freaking out about the fact they had to go back to work immediately and stay there the whole day for the first time in a really long time. And so two ideas I came up with for them was firstly to leave the house in the morning but go out to the mall or the coffee shop, this was way, way pre-corona times, and spend the whole day outside productively reading a book in a coffee shop or doing something and then returning at the end of a full work day having not had to go to work. I figured that would help them reduce the risk of failure. They wanted to go into the office and stay there all day long. They hadn't done that in such a long, long time. And the last few attempts they'd tried saw them freaking out and leaving mid-morning. Every time they'd tried it, multiple times. The other was to consider having holiday booked for when they go back every couple of days or so, so they never did a full week. This would reduce the overwhelm from going from zero hours a week to 37 and a half or 40 hours a week with the travel. That's a big difference and could be quite shocking to their nervous system. People that suffer with anxiety really do feel out of control quite a lot, so I had ways to help him feel in control. Or her, could have been a her, wasn't, but shh, you don't know who I'm talking about. But hopefully you can see how that would make sense. To find the objective, the result, the thing that someone wants, which in this case was being able to go to work, and then finding a way to chunk it down into pieces. There's the trip to work, there's the staying at work, there's the being out all day, there's the meeting people, there's having tasks and responsibilities, there's probably a bit of paperwork and maybe some computer tapping. And I'm fairly sure even the CEO didn't begin by doing all the things that a CEO does. They probably started by delivering mail, if you believe the stories. Worry-free Wednesday! Maybe you've read The Art of Warfare, as I have, and understand that the general has to be able to sharpen their own sword, but then not sharpen their own sword. They're a general, they're busy. But they're not an idiot that can't sharpen a sword. Well, you may or may not own a dangerous sword, but you do own the apparatus required to do some damage with anxiety. You have lungs, you have muscles, and you have a mind that can think crazy thoughts and wind you up into a stupor. Let me help you with that in a moment with a meditation if it's safe and appropriate to do so, if it is, is it? But while you sit down, get comfortable and put your Ferrari on autopilot, I'll just remind you that you can currently get my complete course on anxiety reduction, the ABCs of anxiety, currently on a special lockdown pricing deal for you. Use it while you need it and keep it forever. Just $7 at abcsofanxiety.com. Now you can keep your socks on, but I'm going to ask you to close your eyes in a moment. So get really comfy. Let your body sway a little bit as you breathe your way into a calm, comfortable position. Just let your hands go heavy. And after your next inhale, see how slowly, slowly, slowly you can breathe out. And feel your body letting go a bit as you breathe out slowly. Breathe out completely and relax thoroughly. In a moment, we'll contemplate the small successes you could consider for yourself. But for now, I want you to imagine the small muscles around your eyes and cheeks just relaxing as you breathe out slowly, 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 releasing any tension from your muscles and allowing your body to breathe naturally and relax. And naturally as you relax and your face relaxes, your neck relaxes, and you can feel your shoulders becoming heavy, your arms becoming heavy. Imagine your hands becoming warm 
that heavy, warm, imagined feeling. Imagine feeling it, really feeling it inside. Your mind responds to your body and your body responds to your mind. And if you don't mind, I want you to imagine your legs becoming heavy and your feet becoming heavy. Can you sense a warmth in your toes or underneath the arches of your feet? Maybe the heel or the ankle. Can you imagine that warmth rising through you as you become heavier and more relaxed? And as your body relaxes more and more, your mind softens and it's as if a weight is lifted. And the more you can imagine that now, the easier it is to breathe. And so you breathe deeply and find it easy to relax. And not because I say so, but because you imagined it into being. And so you can imagine your way into being relaxed more often. Now you understand how this works. And when you understand how something works, it's easy. And it's easy to be a human being when you understand how a human being works. And how you, as a human being, work. Making time to relax and play. And so I invite you to play a game with me now where you imagine that you're looking at a screen in front of you. And that on that screen you can see many, many things that stand in your way of what you really want or really want to do. And as you remain relaxed, simply observing them, I want you to imagine a mist that covers them all and covers the screen. And as you simply wonder in the mist, to wonder what floats to the surface and imagine now seeing one thing pop into your mind as a thing you could do, a step, a part, a piece of the whole, but just this piece and imagine that vanishing and from the mist replacement now that you see something else and imagine that disappearing in the mist and as you relax wondering what next something else floats to the surface and appears out of the fog become aware of what it is and then allow that also to disappear back into the mist now in a moment that fog is going to clear and when it does there will be one thing that you can see possibly one of the things that you've already seen or possibly something else that would be appropriate next step or first step for you. Something small, possibly sequential, some step that takes you closer to what you want or what you want to experience. And because there's no wrong way to imagine this, I want you now to imagine that mist beginning to fade and disappear, leaving something you see some small step for you, 
and although repeating this could give you a clearer view of something most appropriate, I feel it's most appropriate now to begin to invite you back, bringing with you what you want to contemplate for you, a step, a sequence, some piece or part of a whole bigger thing and putting words to that now in your mind so that in a moment you can bring it back with you as you begin to remember your feet are on the floor your hands are resting possibly in your lap or a chair and as you use your breathing to energize your body I want you to bring yourself all the way back to normal waking awareness allowing that calm comfortable confidence to continue radiating in your body and in your mind as you say out loud what it is you need to do and feel the conviction in your body when you tell yourself what that is and maybe write that down but only if it's important and I'll see you next week when together we'll work through your fears. Go to abcsofanxiety.com and grab my anxiety reduction course while it's on lockdown special. Please support the show with thumbs and love. Becoming a subscriber is the biggest gift you can give me. Then of course you could always share the show with your friends and tell them why it's so great or terrible. Whatever it is, I love feedback, good or bad. Don't worry, I'll be back next week. <laughs>